0: awakened conscious conversations podcast to help you grow and discover who you are to develop a deeper more complete side of yourself via conscious talks self-love meditation and by interviewing some of the most inspiring guests on the planet ManicHealings.earth for more information hello dear listeners and welcome to this week's edition of awakened conscious conversations podcast and we had some wonderful guests the last few weeks and we've got some wonderful guests coming up in the future as you may know i do like to self-host some of my podcast shows and i feel like i'm at my best when i'm not overly scripted I like to talk about stuff that I know about and that I have a a knowledge about. Equally, being on the floor feels like a more natural, cohesive way for me to share my wisdom with you, dear listeners. And the inspiration of today's show is about the path of inquiry and how it can help you on your road to freedom, freedom from the reason that our mind can sometimes put us in, and we all have that where there's like fear and things that stop us from being who we truly are. Even the way we speak sometimes can be learned behavior from someone else. Have you ever had that when you've been talking to someone and then a younger relative of theirs has come in the room and they've more or less said some phrases the same as their parents because of course they're going to learn from. How they speak and the way that they present themselves, but we can do like this in all ways of life, and we can be really kind of influenced if we don't have our lenses of, of our perception really cleansed. And in a way, it's kind of been really on the path in the moment, seeing your life as a, as a kitchen, and you. choose what ingredients you want to put into the cake that you're making and to choose wisely and not just go for what is always convenient and you know like sometimes it is convenient just to open a packet we all do it sometimes and, and heat something up but really we get the most riches from carefully selecting all the ingredients of the right amount to put into the food The food being our kind of creation of life. Hopefully you're still all with me on this. So our creation of life equally or rather on the other way is to kind of worry too much about the ingredients or grasp and try and take every kind of spiritual path and put it into this great big cooking pot of thinking, oh, I need to find a way um, with a sheer sense of desperation. And that in turn doesn't come about with problems. The biggest lesson that I feel to share this week with you all is that we all are human. And I know we've heard this before, and there is that famous saying, We're human, we're spiritual beings having a human experience. But we're also human beings in this world, and we're being, and we're trying to learn and do our best. And I have a feeling that if we If we were all perfect, then we really wouldn't kind of be here. And I don't think it's necessarily our journey to be perfect, but instead to kind of be selective of of how we make our way through life, how we kind of have this journey, but from the lens of presence. And by the more we can put those snippets of presence in, the more we can become who we're meant to be the difficulty is there's so many influences from everywhere how we do we decipher what is ourself and what is people tell us to be in the way we are and in the spiritual world quite often everyone's got a different theory and I, have, I may have talked about this before which I'm sure I have is that the spiritual ego where you think you're more spiritual than someone else and that everyone else is just dumb and you're really spiritual that's kind of tilted full swing the other way really in a sense of having compassion and kindness that's all gone out the window when you've seen life like that people will always have difference of opinions and we'll all have always have different ways in which we want to see our life and that is not without seeing it through its fullness its beauty and having some compassion to each and every other human being on this planet as yourself, but also having compassion to say no, there's um there's been a few instances lately where having like every one of us gone through the situation of losing someone that um, that's dear to us, it kind of grief can be in waves where sometimes you feel great and you kind of forget about it all. And you could do get back on with life and things flow but then sometimes you just really need a bit of space and and it's kind of having that gentleness and knowing when to take things on. So the reason I'm sharing this is that sometimes to be kind to ourselves and to others, is just to say no or just to set the boundary and, and just to be honest and, and just say, actually, I just need a bit of time, I just need a little bit of space. And equally, if someone says that to you, oh, I just need a little bit of space. I think love is giving people the space when they need to have it. But we don't always see that. So taking away any judgment, you may not always know when that is. But solution to that is just to do the best we can, to be aware and to realize that not everything is about you. And that's not in a kind of like judgment way, oh nothing not everything's about you. Rather in a, from a space of seeing it that if someone's being moody it's not necessarily about you. If someone's not coming back to you, it's not necessarily about you or something that you've done. They may just need that space. And that is absolutely cool and fine thing indeed. And yet we see life so often through our own lens and perception. And and it is difficult because we kind of have all these pains and habits and learned behaviour from like our childhood in adolescence into adulthood and we're constantly evolving beings, or that's the way we went to be. And then there's all these things on the planet that are trying to kind of stop that like too much social media, too much kind of short attention span, things that are on like um short movies and like all those kind of reels and all these things that do can have their place, but when we kind of just escape everything by not being in the moment and not being there, then that's kind of taken us off our path. And my question to you is, what being on your path, what is it about your path that is truly unique to you? And what is it that you feel you're meant to learn from your path? And if you get to the bottom of that, how can this process that you've gone through or gone through, how can that help others whilst maintaining a trueness to yourself? Really would like to hear from you, dear listeners. Just drop me a line by the shamanichealings.org. Contacts, anything that you'd like to share that I can kind of share on the show under that subject, that would be really great. I know it might just take a few moments for you to write the the rice, the comments on there, but it will be really really helpful. And just think, by the more that we can kind of share and be more translucent about these things, the more we can help other people. And yeah, very keen to hear about that from you. And the next part of this this week's show is how can we create the stillness to be our authentic self so that we can see our path and understand it. And I, I think the greatest tool that you can do for this is just to review your day, each day. And again, you're probably thinking, oh, Jane, I'm so busy. How can I do that? I'm just talking about a few lines. Just think, at the end of each day, or you can even do the next morning to review the day before, just think, what did I learn from that day? Was it useful? What would I've done differently, and how can I take that into my next day? And that's a really good way of seeing, of like seeing what your compass is, or where you're kind of like going, and where you're kind of headed in this world. And on your path, what holistic things feel like kind of cuddles from the universe, like? What makes you feel good, like for me, is, um, for me, is doing someone else's yoga class and feeling kind of calm afterwards or having the space to kind of be in the flow and write and be myself. Another thing that I find really calming and loving is to just have a bit of time to be in like a nice book-lined cafe or somewhere that's kind of a bit quirky and quiet where you can just kind of be a bit anonymous sometimes it's very nice to have that connection with community and I think community is important I think sometimes if we're too much around people all the time or we don't get the time to develop ourselves and sometimes that could be convenient because we think oh actually I don't have time because we kind of can be behind the convenience of not having time and of course Our time is really stretched, but it's about getting a priority. So is it that you can carve out 10 minutes a day or even 10 minutes, like once a week, three times a week, whatever you can fit in. But just see it as a value of like this currency that's going to buy you in a sense of your getting these tokens for yourself of self-awareness, stillness and learning to be in the moment. And I've got one more question before I take you into the meditation inspired by today's show. What is the one tool that you have uncovered that's holistic and helps you on the path? And how would you recommend that to someone else? Again, I would really love to hear from you on this matter. So as promised, here is a short but sweet and delicious meditation inspired by today's show. Top tips for the meditation is either sit nice and cross-legged on the floor with a nice straight back. Always nice to sit on a block or a cushion. or if that's not available for you, you sit in a chair with the back nice and straight. The important thing is you're not slouching. And if you're doing something that requires a concentration, all you need to do is just pause this and you can reconvene the meditation at a time that is good for you. If you're doing the meditation, let's begin. So as you sit, dear listener, and you take the time to have space between the breath, just think of some of the greatest public speakers have space between the words. And the greatest creation are the space between the doing. The space between the concept and the creating. And as you breathe, observe the breath, the space just before the inhalation. As you exhale, the space just before the exhalation. And the space before the inhalation again. So you're inhaling you're noticing the space, you're exhaling, you're noticing the space, you're inhaling and you're noticing the space. And as you kind of get into that rhythm, you can either continue in that mannerism or perhaps you can just simply take slow, deep breaths. And as those little thoughts try and cascade around into your breathing meditation, Can you start to observe the space between the thoughts? It can just be tiny fractions of a moment, so small you may not see them, or they might grow into kind of bigger poses. Knowing that the thoughts are just as important part of the process and that it is to not be attached to them, allow them to be, but instead step into the golden place of space in those thoughts. Space in those beings and space in those moments as you learn to pause and simply be. And as the noises of the world maybe come into your space, they can have their space too, but you can have the space to simply be. And you can come slowly back into the moment, back into the room. You have a choice. You can simply go about your day. Or if you want to write a few lines of what your experience was, then that's a nice thing to do. Just get like a book and write it in. And as always, thank you for listening. I really appreciate you, dear listener. And it's been a fantastic journey so far. Blessings. So thank you so much, dear listeners, for taking the time to listen and support our show today. And if you want any more information on what we have to offer, check out shamanichealings.earth for more information.